Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week, we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, and Hello. Rob, the old guy. I'm the world famous Rob Charney. So just to, to, to get uh, over what happened in the last couple of weeks, everybody under 30, who's Neil Young? Everyone ages 30 to 60 didn't realize Neil Young was still alive. Everyone's 61 plus. <laughs> What's Spotify? Yeah, that's about right. It's a good spot. So now. that pretty much summarizes the last week in the news. Now you don't have to watch whatever news source you get information from. So now you can listen to this podcast, which is obviously better than anything you're listening to. All right. Um, you know, I, I don't really give a shit about Spotify, honestly. I... I like Spotify, honestly, because it's the only place like I'll, I'll actually listen to full albums. And if it happens to be an album I like, I'll look for it in, you know, whether it's MB3, whether it's vinyl or CD. Um, that's why I like it. Also allows me to listen to albums and bands who I've really wanted to listen to, but I'm not going to go out and fully like, you know, pay for it. Like the ventures. I have, okay. The, one of the guys died. We talked about last week. Okay. Well, I want to hear them. I haven't listened to them in a while. You know, stuff like that. So one of the advantages, advantage or disadvantage, depending on how you look at it, is about listening to all songs on an album is you get used to the sequence of songs. And uh, even to this day for me, a song will come on and, you know, it'll end and I expect the next song, you know, maybe Beatles or whatever. Yeah. I expect the next song in a row and all of a sudden it doesn't happen. They throw some other strange piece of music on after it. And I kind of go, wait, you can't do that. But, you know, I don't think uh, youth these days, the youths out there. The youths? The youths out there have have, uh, have any appreciation for the fact you just sit down and you listen to a whole album. I I doubt it. Because you, you, you go Prove from, me wrong out there. You go from listening to Yellow Submarine to a Yoko Obams, Al, Yoko Ono yeah, But song. even that's got at least got a, you know, you could go from Yellow Submarine to Eminem or something. Then that would be a very odd combination to be honest i'd rather listen to eminem i hate yellow submarine with a passion it's such a dumb song but no you're right hey, it was a period of time buddy it was a period of time you had to be there the colors man the colors um yeah that's true i mean as somebody who listened to i've been i listened to um uh kid rock's first album i i'm a kid rock fan always have been um more or less and so i was listening to one of them albums and it's a, it's been a long time since i've actually sat down and listened to a full album it's like man i kind of miss that experience a little um actually my favorite album to listen to is days of future past if you ever have a time just to sit like sit and listen to a whole moody blues album it is such a fun album to listen to especially if you're just kind of chilling spacing out it's it's fun um so something (laughs) james's comment is hmm Hmm. okay or or you can smoke So here's something I thought was going to happen a lot earlier. This is for James because I don't know if my dad has ever heard of it. American McGee's Alice, American McGee's Alice, a gothic horror in Wonderland, now gets a TV TV adaptation. Now, yeah, I have heard of this. Yeah. Now, American McGee's Alice was a video game back in the day that I originally played on PC. Basically, more it is uh, the the quick backstory is it's Alice. Unlike anything you've ever heard, it is a true gothic horror telling of, of, of basically it's a drug trip, without, you know, what the book was basically. But one of the darkest and most in, in, inventive video games of all time was finally being adapted for the screen. American mm-hmm. McGee's Alice is a gothic interpretation of Alice in Wonderland from EA Games and visionary creator American McGee. 
Um, according to the TV, the adaptation will begin after Alice returns from the trip to the looking glass to her house burnt down and her parents have died in the fire. Alice is the only survivor of the terrible accident. After repeated attempts at suicide, she gets locked up inside a mental institution, slowly wasting away there before she is summoned to Wonderland again by the white rabbit. And I'm not talking about uh, Trinity from the Matrix. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah, it, it looks good, but I still want to know who's who's doing it. That's what I want to know. I want to know who the director is, who's going to be put. You know, that's what I want to know because I mean, it can be really badly done. I don't know if you heard, but there's a bunch of people getting upset by the look of Cortana from Halo, and I'm like, people just need to chill out. You know. Is that um? And so, I, you talk about the live action trailer because I haven't yet seen yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I guess it came out uh, yesterday during a football game, and I'm like, okay, but there was people getting upset about it, and I'm like, you know, just shut up and just watch <clears> the show. You know, I understand you wanted Cortana look a certain way. That's great, but not everyone's going to do that shit for you. So that's kind of what this one too is like. I just will wait and see. I'm curious who they're going to have directing it. There's a few I'd like to, but you know, I mean, they can always screw it up. Like they, you know, like um, the Wheel of Time. That one's like, I'm not that caught up in the books. I haven't read them all, but so, that one they went a really weird route. With from me just reading the first two books. It's, it's funny you say that. The only th- issue I've heard people have about Wheel of Time is the deviation from the story. Like somebody, yeah, it's um, like some, cattywamp. Yeah, somebody was saying how they're changing characters around. Um, one one reviewer I, I, wrote, I read said it was offensive on how they're doing it. Like completely changing <laughs> characters like, like well, for, for no reason besides it's the woke way to tell a story. Not having read the books or whatever they may be a will of time. So I am watching the series. I guess it is considered a series. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, coming up on season two. It's not all that great. I mean, it's okay because... I'm looking for time to kill things or things to kill time or whatever it may be. I sit there and I watch something for a while and whatever it may be. So I've been <clears> watching it. I mean, it's all right. Uh, it, it's it's not worth getting your panties in a bunch simply because it's not following the book. Well, Jeff, uh, yeah. Jeff Michael, rest in peace. Uh, that was one of his favorite book series of all time. Our, our former um, co-host for Real Flicks Reviews. And I, I he's the one person when I heard about it. Uh, them doing a tv series like man i wish he was alive because i would have loved to hear him vent he loved those books okay well so i mean if you're a real fan of that thing i can see that so jeff michael uh if i remember correctly said he thought wheel of time was better than lord of the rings he said it was more in depth and you know such and such and i couldn't get first past the the first book to be completely honest so i have no idea if it is that lore intensive so if anybody out there has actually read the books all the way through, is it as lore intensive as Lord of the Rings? Because there's more backstory in Lord of the Rings than there is story. There's people yeah. who call themselves like uh, like Tolkien experts. And there's a subreddit uh, all about histories of that talk about people uh, in, in the books. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's favorite <clears throat> WKRP in Cincinnati star passed hey, away. That's my story. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our husband from WRK, 
WKRP in Cincinnati. Can't even talk. We uh, we did the lightning <clears> round <throat> of celebrity deaths, and it's like this. This is uh, was this one that hit him because I know I heard last week's show that I wasn't on, unfortunately. But um, yeah, he uh, this I so I think this happened last weekend or this weekend. I, I did hear though it was because it was from complications, the colon surgery from colon surgery. Yeah. It's like man, that 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 sucks. It was eighty one, so <clears throat> that you know, I, I'm at the stage where I'm not going to call that a great run <laughs> as I approach those numbers of down the road. But yeah, uh, it's it's. But he did. It. It, I did. You guys, either of you, get to watch that TV series at all? I, I watched, did. I watched it quite often. It was, I love that show. It was so funny. Johnny, it was hilarious. He played Johnny Fever. So I've, and, watched, uh, was cli- a I've watched episodes. I've actually been trying to find it online. Uh, so, uh, by the way, if you know where to see it online, like I don't have Hulu, but if you can, anybody can point me to where I actually see it because I've wanted to watch more than just a bunch of disconjointed episodes. It's great. I'm, I'm looking at this picture of him. He's sitting at the at his DJ station there, and he's got his mic going, and he's got his two record players and little mixers and a red, red label phone, which we never had. <laughs> I know about a red label phone. It's like hotline to the White House <coughs> and a radio station. But in the background, he's got. Uh, I used to try to. Ex- I used to try to explain. Uh, what a cart machine was to Jonathan. Well, they're 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 they're, they're basically fancy eight tracks. Anyway, yeah, yeah. There's actually in the in the background from them is actually a cart machine player, and that's almost all the way your your commercials used to be played. So uh, I got a shout out to a YouTube channel. It's a, a British guy. His YouTube channel is Techmon, T E C H M O A N, and he actually had a mm. cart machine. Like right. it was from a radio station. Got a bunch of carts, and he was explaining how it worked, mm-hmm. and it was. It was really amazing. So if you want to go more in depth than that, check out Techmon because he, it's uh, that was totally cool. And yeah, he had yeah. some uh, actual carts from a radio station. They weren't deleted, so it had all the spots and oh, that's and, great and yeah. the call outs and stuff. Yeah, we used to do that for uh, radio. You know, all the spots were on it. News briefs, breaks, whatever. Sometimes were put on them. Commercials are all put on them. And I think he was so. talking about uh, like how songs were put on it. Like you could put like a, a so many block of a song, put it in, push mm-hmm. play. You know, saying a lot of guys would you know go to the bathroom, come back, you know, stuff like that. It mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah. No, it was real handy so, at the time. So one of my favorite uh, old time TV shows to to repost one of their little things is their. Um, so do you remember the episode where they did the turkey drop? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> love doing that putting that clip on for thanksgiving every year <laughs> just resharing that one because i mean that was just, just <laughs> well, that's supposed to drop live turkeys <laughs> it was pretty funny was yeah cool. i mean it was a great show they did a lot of funny stuff in that show and I, yeah i enjoyed that one yeah it was good it was a, it was a good show good tv show it's hard to get hard to get uh i don't know maybe it's just me i'm finding general tv not to be anywhere near as humorous although the newest one that i saw which is for me it's got humor is a tv show called uh ghosts i don't know if you guys have gotten oh to... I know. you know i saw that one i haven't sat down and watched it yet yeah it's... Um, and john it appears that wkrp is on apple tv I wonder if you, uh, I'd probably have to pay for it. I'll have to take a look. Now I'm kind of yeah. curious. Well, there you go. Take a look. Yeah, so that's what I, that's what I just found on Google is they're saying it's on Apple TV. Uh, some of the, no, I don't know. Yeah. You'd have to pay for it on uh, Amazon. So yeah, but it's on there. It's, you got to look for it. 
So Howard Hessman, H-E-S-S-M-A-N, a character actor, influential improv comedy performer, best known for his role as disc jockey Johnny Fever on WKRP in Cincinnati, has died from complications related to colon surgery. The news were confirmed by his wife, Cara Caroline. Hessman was 81. Um, you know, still, to my, my opinion is still young considering now that I'm 40, <laughs> but, um, oh, the one thing that surprised me is he was, I think I just read that he was, uh, one of the founders of the uh, Chicago second city group. Mm. Uh, oh, oh, see, uh, San Francisco, uh, born in uh, Oregon in four, 1940, Hessman joined a San Francisco-based improv group called The Committee in the 60s when the original founding members of some of the, um, whom were veterans of Chicago Second City Group. If you haven't heard of the Second City Group, take a look. They're, they're fairly famous. Um, so I, I, I did want to talk about something. Um, about the Rogan thing. Uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> Joe. Well, just <clears throat> it, just the periphery of <clears throat> of the way I like. One of the reasons I like Joe Rogan is he has he has people on whether he agrees with them or not, and just has a conversation. He his talent, really, in my opinion, is he lets people talk. If you look at uh, the interview he recently did with um, Jordan Peterson, most of it is him listening. And he's getting, a, he's getting a lot of crap for being allegedly anti-vax, which he's never said he was in the first place. Oh, well, I did see a clip with him that basically said, hey, if you're young and you're healthy and you're eating right and you're exercising, you don't need to take vaccine. I saw the well, clip. Because at the time, because at the, the, I'll be honest, you're right. But he, but he wasn't far off from wrong at the, at the time. Is He was saying that a lot of people who are super healthy, like all these Division One athletes, who were like super healthy, uh, who, you know, lot, such and such. But I don't want to discuss vaccine I, with you. But I'm not. But I'm. I'm not getting into that. What I'm. What I'm getting into is the fact that because he was basically came down to Rogan being for okay in treatment. He even said he was actually going to get the Johnson and Johnson vaccine too at some point before something happened. He said this recently with a conversation with Tim Dillon. But the issue I have is the way they're attacking him. I, I don't like the fact that like, it's like, oh, he's spreading information. We need to cancel him. You know, you have the, the ancient hippie folk artist. I refuse to call him a rocker because that's an insult to rock music, calling Neil Young a rocker. Um, I don't know. I just don't like that. I never liked it when you had liberals go after um, Rush Limbaugh. I never liked it when people were, were going after um, that the, oh, what's his name? The New York shock jock. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. I don't like that. If if you don't like what somebody's saying, don't listen. Well, I I, I don't disagree with you as far as the way he's being attacked. I mean, he's, the the way he's being attacked simply because. All right, so all these are. Well, I'm going to pull my music from Spotify because I don't like what you're saying. Heck with the First Amendment and your right to say whatever. I don't want it said on the same network that I'm going to be on. And wah, 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 wah. And it's like, you know, there's an easy solution to that. Tell your fans not to listen to him. Plain and simple. <laughs> Done. You know, if you really feel that strong and you want to, you know, voice your opinion as to. 
I'm sorry, he can't he can't talk like that. He can't say that. I mean, well, and and since well, I and, even disagree with that, Rob, I would go to the point of saying, here's the reasons why I don't listen to him, and it's your choice. Instead of just telling your fans, don't listen to this guy. Just say, you know, I can't stand by Joe Rogan for this reason, or if- and. The this is the information I have, or what I believe. Yeah, your own decision. I, I, you know, agree. I don't disagree with that. Way, yes, that's a more mature way than just being like, "No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take all my stuff and yeah. I'm going to go running away. I'm taking my toys and I'm not playing with you anymore." Exactly. So no, you're, that, you're absolutely that's right. Exactly what I hear. Yeah. And, and no, what, you're right. Absolutely. So, what what pissed but me? But even to say, hold on, John, settle <laughs> yourself down, sit in your chair. No. <laughs> Anyways, so, but to even say to your fans, don't listen to Joe Rogan, which I'm not saying that's all you were saying. I'm just saying that to me, I think it would be more mature to say, I don't listen to him. These are the reasons why. This is the information I have. Or to actually go to Joe Rogan and say, hey, how about I come on your show and we discuss this like adults? A hundred percent. I, I yeah. that the yeah. thing that makes me mad is, is, is Mr. Hippie himself from the age of Aquarius was, was from a generation where they were all about knowledge and LSD, but you know, that's what pisses me off the most is the fact you have this guy who's supposedly about talking and, and free speech and, and all this. Then all of a sudden he gets, you know, he gets his knickers in a twist and, and says, he's spreading false information. You can't do this. It's like, hold your role, man. This is not what you were about. This was not what the hippies were about. How about actually sit down, sit in a drum circle, hold your crystals and have a fucking conversation. Yeah, no, you know, and I think James is right. I mean, if he felt so strongly about it, he could have come out simply and said, you know, this is why I don't like what he's saying. I don't believe what he's saying. This is my opinion. But instead, I'm going to hold Spotify <clears throat> Uh, to the fire and say, no, unless you get rid of Joe Rogan, I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull my, my music. And, and it's like, <laughs> Spotify is just, died. so you want to hear what my, uh, my conspiracy theory is. What's that? First of all, he sold 50% of his catalog rights to a, a, another, another, uh, entity. So technically they could have forced the issue to some degree since he doesn't have a hundred percent rights. Um, secondly, I think this is more about the fact that he wasn't earning anything from Spotify. And I think this was kind of his way to, you know, to, to, to try to show it to the man in some sort of weird kind. You know what? I'll go even further in, in, in sense that I'll say, I bet that Neil Young didn't even know about Joe Rogan's podcast podcast or cared about his podcast and simply some friend or some assistant or some manager or some, Hey, did you know this Joe Rogan guy's doing this and this? I think we ought to boycott and pull your songs. And that's probably what happened. Just to be honest with you. It's my feeling. Yeah. I, I can't see it. You know, I could see it being, if he was a fan of Joe, Joe Rogan and then all of a sudden being like, okay, it's taking a turn. But it's like somebody, you know, I'll just use the analogy of another shock jock of Howard Stern. Like somebody who doesn't like his stuff, doesn't even listen to his stuff, but all of a sudden stands up and says, we can't have that anymore. That needs to be pulled off, Mm -hmm. which happened to Howard Stern quite often. Mm -hmm. But 
that's kind of how I view it as is like he's looking at Joe Rogan, who I highly doubt he's ever listened to anything Joe Rogan has even said. I doubt he's even listened to the to the show that he's all got his panties up in a bunch about. I doubt he's listened to the entire thing, maybe just clips of it that he read. Right. You know, or something, and got all upset about it. And I'm like, this is not how you protest something. Mm -hmm. If somebody says something you don't like, you know, as you said earlier, don't listen to him. Make it your own choice to boycott him instead of throwing a fit and saying, I'm pulling all my music off. And honestly, I don't care if Neil Young removes his music off there. I don't listen to Spotify for one. And I highly doubt there's like a huge enough fan base on Spotify that is like, oh my God, Neil Young removed his music. Now I can't listen to him on there. I, I got one better really? for you. Yeah. I guarantee most of the people who like Neil Young enough to really care have all his damn albums at home. I, I, I got one better for you. Joni Mitchell also <laughs> pulled all her stuff and I bet everybody was like, who the fuck is that? Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah, talk- talk- or, or Simon, uh, Carly Simon did the same thing. Yeah, talk about me. inside baseball of 60s hippies. All like, right, all right. It's my generation. Cut it out. But let, let's be honest. You have to be. You were never into that type of music, Mister Not Neil, Mister no. or Joni Mitchell. Uh, no, I like some of Joni's songs. Some, no, not all of them. But I don't like everybody. You know, I don't think I can't think of a band that I like every one of their songs. What, what I'm saying is, they're kind of inside baseball of '60s of '60s music. They they weren't. Well, Neil Young is prolific in certain ways. He's not one of these. He's he's not a Beatles. He's he's not Moody Blues. He's not somebody who's really cross generational. Even though his, he does have songs that are good, but you wouldn't really call him. You know, you wouldn't be on the Mount Rushmore of '60s music. Not in my opinion, at least. Right. I can't disagree with you. <clears throat> That's you know. And then you got Joni Mitchell and the other chick. It's like, eh, I just I don't know. I, it really pissed me off hearing that. Just you know, I, there's no reason to do it if you don't like it. The, let, I don't know. I just, I was really pissed. The dude's like, well, Joe Rogan has a huge fan base, so I can't see Spotify removing him easily at all. And let's be honest with Joe Rogan. I bet, I guarantee if they fired him off of there, he could do a pay, uh, a pay to uh, pay to pay, pay to play scheme. And he would probably make money at it. Well, the, the other thing to look at it, if you're Spotify and, um, you are taking ad revenue and what is the demographics of the ad revenue that you're taking from? And most of the time, when you look at it, it's certainly going to be younger group, wait, younger wait. people listening to Joe Rogan than, wait, wait, wait. So than us say- older people listening to Neil so, Young. I was going to say, so, so you're saying hey, that... I like the pe- Neil Young. You guys can talk shit about hey, him. Hey, well, I don't like him anymore. Are, are you saying there's there's not enough people like listening, to, listening to Joni Mitchell and Neil Young compared to all the young people listening to Joe, Joe Rogan? Rogan? Yeah, I would probably say that. I mean, it's going to be a sad thing but the fact is as you mentioned by starting out is who the heck is neil young right right for a lot of the younger the younger people aren't going to know that you know, I, I can almost guarantee it anyways or at sweet caroline i mean wonderful gal um so, I can, John, yes did you hear about the Rankin and Bass, nineteen eighty-two, the last unicorn, and what they're going to do with it? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> He's sitting there thinking. I, I haven't. Uh, what are they going to do with it? So, 
It is being adapted for guess what? What? An on-stage musical <laughs> and a live-action film. Okay, first of all, <laughs> if if so, as as a guy that's who's that's why you let out says it all. As, <laughs> as as a guy who's a giant fan of animation, one of the reasons I like that cartoon is the style it's drawn in. So that if, if you're gonna talk about the, I thought it was the pink unicorn. If, if you're gonna talk about the plot and the story, <laughs> it's a pip fart and a snare snare drum can compared to the actual 70s style the style to me is more important than the fucking story i i don't <laughs> i don't understand i'm confused it does makes no sense but hey if, if 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 it's what you're into on the other hand if it gets the surviving members of america another payday i'm for it yeah but can you i mean can you really imagine that ever becoming live action that's where i'm struggling oh and how the hell are you gonna do a musical an on-stage musical and then on top of that a live action film how well look at disney since they can't re- since they're having issues re-releasing their older stuff because of controversies so let's just make new ones yeah but i mean i just don't understand how they're going to do it. I honestly, this is the issue I've had from the beginning. Anytime you go from live, uh, from uh, animation to live action, it doesn't translate. Now Disney's done a particular better job than any time in history, but it just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't cross pollinate well because the mediums yeah. are in the mediums aren't interchangeable. Animation led, leads you to suspending your disbelief because it's a cartoon versus live action. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be awful. I'll watch it just to see how bad it is. Yeah. I just, man, that's, that's ridiculous. I, I don't even think I want to do that. Cause I mean, I'm not the biggest, the, you know, last unicorn fan. I do appreciate it. I do like it. And I am also a big fan of America, but, um, yeah, I, I just don't want to do that because, <laughs> I know, uh, in living color, crap on it because I'm just going to be like, this is just freaking terrible. Why would I waste my time to sit there and say how terrible a film is when I know it's going to be? And there is no way I'm watching that musical. <laughs> I, I don't like musicals to begin with, so there's no chance I'm going to watch it. However, seeing it in a play, would be kind of amusing, especially if I got to drink and along with it. Um, Man, I don't know. I don't see. Um, seriously, the last unicorn, the play, the musical. All the songs are sung by the fucking band America, who are ancient by now. How exactly are you making that that cartoon into a musical? I don't know. I don't know. There's a horse without with no name out there somewhere. So. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> no, but a unicorn. But <laughs> it'll probably be off insure a highway somewhere. <laughs> Oh man, I just, I'm sorry. Conf- I couldn't help that. I forgive you. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't get it, but that's hilarious. Hey, you know, another big death that's, that's occurred here. Did you hear the New Jersey's weather predicting groundhog Milton? He died the day before his big reveal. Was is, uh, was that Punxsutawney Phil? I mean, I no, Punxsutawney Phil was another groundhog. Yeah. He's also oh. dead. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but well. this is Milton from New Jersey. <laughs> I'm sorry, Milton could not come out to predict if if, if winter is going to continue. For is, him. <laughs> he died. Is, is it bad I'm that sorry. my only thought was, "Hey, I'm dying here." <laughs> oh. I'm proof, sorry. proof <clears throat> that people people are dying to get out of Pete Jersey. Is, Pete is going to get back at me for that one. Nah, they kill ninety percent of their animals, anyways. You tell them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a headline that popped up. I just had to read it off there. It struck me as very funny. So we do have this awesome, amazing, wonderful sponsor for you to listen to. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. That's O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And let's throw a ticker tape parade because Audacity gave us 10% off your final order when you use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word on audacity.com. And when you buy an order, make sure you tell them that you heard that you make sure make sure sure you tell them. I'm I'm pretty sure this is going to be an Audacity card to see if you can make it through this spot. That's right. Make sure. John, read his lines here. Make sure you tell Miss Audacity the MADTRIO sent you. Now, I know Rob has a listicle. I, I have some some things that I brought up that I thought were, you know, as I was tripping along the interwebs looking for things to talk about. Which is show. hilarious, a guy who was from the 60s. Hey, you know. Uh, so I came across things that uh, you won't believe that are banned in the U.S. <laughs> through different uh, states, let's just put it that way. And I came across a few of them that I thought were pretty interesting. The list was actually quite long. There were quite a quite a few in there. Um <laughs> So uh, one of the ones, since we're, you know, we're kind of on the internet here, one of the ones that cracked me up a lot was in Florida. There's no internet cafes. In 2013, Florida Governor Rick Scott signed in the law house bill 155, which aimed at cracking down on illegal gambling on internet at internet cafes. So they closed them down. Way to go, Florida. Let's keep, keep things going for those who can't afford devices and depend on such things as internet cafes and li- cafes and libraries. To Sherman in. set the Wayback Machine in 1998. What the fuck's an internet cafe? Yeah, I haven't no, seen one of those. I guess they're the- still around. I understand from from reading uh, some research on that that the many people that can't afford the full <clears throat> connectivity or f- smartphones or whatever they still use them. You know, and then you can go and get a cup of coffee if you can and play on a computer for 20 minutes and off you go. Wow, the last time I saw one was in the movie The Jackal. How about that? So, uh, Arizona, no camel hunting. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about the toes or the whole camel? No, the whole no, the whole animal. So, in Arizona, the hunting of camels is prohibited. Well, it seems a little nonsensical law. Camels aren't exactly native to Arizona. There's actually a logical reason for it. Pre-Civil War, the U.S. Army experimented with camels in the Arizona desert. Before eventually giving up the project, although apparently there are uh, remaining camels that were set free to this day, still roaming around in the Arizona desert. Can you imagine just waking up out of a stupor and you're, you know, you're dying of thirst, you wake up and there's camel standing over you. All of a sudden you want to know how you got from Arizona to Saudi Arabia or something. If, if, if I'm in the middle of the, if I'm in the middle of the <laughs> desert, no, I wouldn't be surprised. No. My ass would be hallucinating. It's like, hey, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Oh, you know, Arkansas has got one, too. It's kind of interesting. It says, no honking your horn in front of a sandwich shop. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no no honking your horn in front of a sandwich shop. 
Little Rock, Arkansas, after 9 p.m., it's illegal to honk your horn in front of a sandwich shop. So please be patient at the drive-thru. No honking. <laughs> I'll take random uh, random laws for 9,000, Alex. Connecticut has one for all those lovers of you out there. Sunday nights are out. You're done. It says they're kissing on Sundays. If you live in Hartford, Connecticut, you might want to avoid Sunday night dates with your spouse. It's illegal for a man to kiss his wife on Sundays. Coitus is fine. It's not kissing. Is it in public or private? I'm, I'm kind of like just I wanna, kissing it all. You can't kind of confuse that. Like, how would they even know if you did it? Well, I guess you'd have to <laughs> turn yourself in. R- oh, or better yeah. yet, if you don't like your spell, if you go, my wife kills kiss me. It was on Sunday. Lock her up. R- r- reminds me of some know. of those laws in the South that said no backdoor action. I was like, how exactly <laughs> are you what detecting this? Well, speaking of backdoor accidents, Georgia's <laughs> got one. Says there, you can't buy sex toys in Georgia. It's illegal to buy sex toys in in Sandy Springs, Georgia, in particular. An ordinance in the book specifically provides that any device designed or marketed as useful, primary for the stimulations of human genital organs, is obscene material. Yet there's and therefore prohibited. Yet there's stores that sell back massagers. <laughs> It's just like my favorite. I went well, that's to a, a back massager, not your front massager. <laughs> <laughs> like my favorite, my, my favorite story um, revolving that type of lies. You they're going to a head shop and you see, hey, what are these? They look like crack pipes. No, they're oil burners. <laughs> <laughs> or hey, why does that gas mask have, gas mask have a a, a a a pipe thing on it? Is that for smoking weed? No, man, that's for tobacco. It's like that's a heavy duty user taking hits off a, off a bong rip. Hmm. Indiana has one that says you can't shoot fish in a barrel. <laughs> uh, you can't shoot them in general or certain caliber or? Well, it's something as easy. You might say it's like shooting a fish in a barrel, but it's clearly you haven't been fishing in Indiana. Well, shooting fish is illegal as, as is catching them with your bare hands. So not only can't you shoot them in a barrel, you can't catch them with your hands. Hmm. Huh. I'm telling you, some of these were pretty crazy. That's, that's, I want to know, I think if you can catch a fish by your, your, your bare hand, you should be able to keep that fish. That's pretty, that's damn talented. You got gorilla hands, but. I don't know. Kind of interesting. Some of these were, you know, like, I guess in Hawaii, you can't text and walk. I know a lot of people who can't. In Hawaii, a ban on pedestrians. Pedestrians? Didn't Europe hire those for mercenaries <laughs> back in the day? Like walking pedophiles? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Crack myself up here. By the way, I know, I know a lot of people who cannot walk in text at the same time. Yeah, I mean, look at, look at your mobile phones or texting while crossing the street. Took an effect in Honolulu, Hawaii earlier this year. It's a $15 fine. <laughs> I, I guess too many people walking in the signs and poles and other people and cars <laughs> or cars or all right here's you guys are in trouble for this one in in idaho you can't be in the same house as someone who's smoking pot <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 so like it are they, is, is this somebody who goes outside to smoke or just like so somebody who's Mara a user? use is still illegal in many states, but in Idaho, you can't even be in the same house as someone who's indulging. If you're caught in the premises where marijuana is being used, you can be fined up to $300 and sentenced up to 90 days in jail or both. Well, fuck. That's hilarious. Idaho, I guess, is serious about their marijuana So, stuff. So what happens if both people are smoking marijuana? Will they both go to jail for the same crime plus holding? <laughs> 
Probably they both get cross, you know, crossed <laughs> or things into me. You. That's you're both in the same house, so you're both getting this fine. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Here's here's for your future possible home down in Kentucky. No selling Easter bunnies. So there goes your wife's sideline. She can't sell Easter bunnies anymore. Well, you never said they had to have heads. <laughs> They're not a bunny. It's the back end. So it's, it's the- illegal to sell baby bunnies whose fur has been dyed. So they go even further. So not only that, you can't dye your baby bunny either. <laughs> It's a $500 fine. It's more expensive than going to Idaho and be at the same house as somebody smoking pot. They're serious there. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Anything illegal in Kansas? uh, I'm sure there is. Hold on. (laughs) So Michigan has no peeing in public. Paris needs that. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, what's that? Oh. Matter of fact, San Francisco, Los Angeles. Yeah, I was going to say just about any place now with homeless encampments. <laughs> New Mexico's got one's really good. No voting for idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess nobody can vote. I guess no, there's no voting. Uh, you know, having a good friend living in New Mexico. Other than that, I would say something about anybody who lives in New Mexico. But so you can't vote if you're an idiot specifically new mexico state constitution provides every u.s citizen who has resided in new mexico for 12 months and the counting of 90 days shall be required to vote in all elections of public office with the exception of idiots (laughs) yeah as well as insane persons so and we know if they're all voting democratic they're both idiots and insane Oh, did I just say that? Ladies and gentlemen, the Matrio Real Flix Reviews and Old Guy Tech TV does not agree or disagree with the statement of the old guy. As obviously he's having an old guy moment. Hey, that's my right as an old guy. It is. So in New York, there's no drinking before the brunch hour. What's brunch? Breakfast and lunch. It's, it's the pre, pre-meal to lunch and the post-meal from breakfast. Okay, so you can You still- didn't know that? James, educate your friend. He's never heard of brunch? <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to say to him i'm like it's a mix of breakfast and lunch that's why it's I've, called brunch. I, I have never breakfast lunch. <laughs> i know this is this is this is what an adult male really wants to do i know honey let's have brunch that's right i'm really hey. cutesy to use that term hey Come that's on. where mimosas came up from I'm also not an alcoholic. So. Well, I understand that, but you got to understand that people that, you know, they wanted their lunch and their breakfast, they mixed orange juice and vodka. You know, if I really wanted a drink with my breakfast, I would have a beer with breakfast. I don't understand this cutesy name. It's like Brinner. <laughs> what'd you have for, what'd you have for dinner? I had Brinner. I mean, come on. We can stop these cutesy names Brinner. already. So I, I saw about my guess also is that what happens if you're a bar that's open until like, you know. I don't know what time bars have to close down in New York, but there's places where they don't close down until like 6 a.m. and then they open back up at 7. <laughs> there's like a law in the books that says you could, you have to be closed down for an hour. That's hilarious. Yeah, serious. It's, they got to clean up. So North Carolina, is it's just no crimes against nature. I'm not going to go any further with that one. You wait, wait, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I, I want to hear more. No crimes against nature. Yeah, California, North Carolina prohibits all crimes against nature. What are crimes against nature, you might ask? Well, for starters, it can co- include consexual <laughs> sex between two people. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah, sex that. between two people. Are, nature to have sex uh, between two people. I don't know I why mean, it's not naturist. I if you had sex between you and a, and a goat. <laughs> Or an animal, I mean, but 
Yeah. That's an human being. I mean, was it non consensual? <laughs> the law doesn't go any further than that. <laughs> Uh, That's, uh, yeah. So, hold on, hold on, Rob. So, there was a while back, I looked into getting something referred to as a governator. And what it is, what it is, is it's a not a projectile, but it's a retractable spike that's about the size of a pen. Mm. And it's, you know, it's spring loaded, but you can push it. it puts out a spike that is you know strong and reinforced so you can smash things with it or you know stab somebody with it i guess anyways i was looking into california laws to see if it was something legal that i could carry in california so i'm reading the law and in the law this is the wording of it it is illegal to carry a lead-weighted dildo in california <laughs> The wording actually says lead-weighted dildo. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, when was this an issue in California? Were we having <laughs> random attacks of people getting beat up with lead-weighted dildos that I had no idea about? I, I, however, been to San Francisco, I could totally see some gay dude being really pissed off of someone just whacking uh, with one. You know, I, nothing surprises me in California anymore. So I mean, I'm sure that's not even a new law. Uh, they've been passing stupid ass laws in this state since the state was. Oh, well, I'm sure it's state. been around since the 1920s, right? Yeah, there you go. So. <laughs> Yeah. Suit riots, you know. <laughs> I, that's just crazy. I still think that's funny. Yeah, I mean I could we've I could do a whole episode just on California laws, you know, if I wanted oh, to spend yeah, I want to spend enough hours I, studying them. All. I did want to say going back to the last one, I'd love to see two people in a jail cell. So what you do what you commit? A crime against nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that crime? My wife and I had sex. <laughs> it's like, what? Well, have you seen my wife? <laughs> Hey. Oh, Grouch's marks came out. Me, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad I didn't say it. I, I was going to say, you know, that. No, I'm not going to say that. Actually, <laughs> she might listen to the podcast. I'm not going to talk about my wife. <laughs> yeah, I've had that. We got into, so. Did yeah, Oregon's got one that's interesting. You can't pee into a bottle. What? Yeah. No peeing in bottles, so you can't take a road trip in Oregon. <laughs> I mean, is this like a thing about recycling? That's why. Yeah, they have it's about how you dis dis dispose of the the waste. That's you know, it's Cal it's Oregon. That is worse than California in some respects. Eh? So, can you pee into a bottle and then dump it out and give it to somebody? Well, I guess you could probably go to a, a urinal or a toilet and throw it in there and flush it, but it just doesn't. It's a, if you're caught by the Oregon State Troopers peeing into a bottle into the slammer you go which would probably you have to pee into a bottle there to be tested to see if you're under wait, drugs wait. so, so it's, they're breaking their own laws wait you go to jail for it i doubt it that would be another hilarious one what would you do man why well, i'll pay in a bottle <laughs> i do it all the time at home <laughs> oh god <I'd>, what? <laughs> oh remind me of an uncle <laughs> oh. No, that was what I wasn't expecting. I'm sorry. That's hilarious. Uh, so if you, you know, Ohio's got an interesting law. No arrests on Sunday. So apparently commit any crime you want on a Sunday in Oregon and they can't arrest you. 
I don't understand that. Well, that's California. That's every day. Or <clears throat> the 4th of July or during a session of the state Congress. What? That probably goes back to 1780. Ohio. Uh, North Dakota. I'll just read the headline with it. North Dakota. No sex with birds. <laughs> that's a big fucking bird. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Hey, have you seen some of those chickens? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Chickens are fucking vicious, man. Uh, I, I, man. I don't want to see that. So Yeah, definitely don't try to fuck a rooster either. No, I know. Oh. You don't want to make a mistake between those two. How about... Uh, <laughs> uh, so since we talked about um, North Dakota, let's talk about South Dakota. <laughs> it's You can't... No causing static. What? <laughs> like, just like static electricity? I mean, is this like a radio thing? That's why they're saying it? Like, um, the radio causing so, static? Uh, or, it's, or it's for a big dryer sheet. No one likes static cling, but in South Dakota, <laughs> the anti-static setup could only be described as epic. In fact, it's against the law to cause static in a municipality of Huron, South Dakota. It's important to note that some sort of static this law refu- refers to is not the kind that makes your hair stand on end, but the kind that makes crackling noises and snow on your television. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, I told you some of them were interesting. That's that's hilarious. All right, you guys. You guys, I know you guys are on trouble now if you were in Tennessee. No sharing your Netflix passwords. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Uh-huh. I knew it. I knew it. The bill was in, put in effect in, starting in 2011. Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam signed in the law. Well, it was mainly targeted at hackers who steal and then sell login information another guy who doesn't know how the so, tubes work well not only that if you're selling this information how's that sharing <laughs> like i said isn't that two different things <laughs> got a point i just kind of went hmm no, okay officer, i just got that one no officer i'm not selling he's giving me this money and i'm just giving him a password so utah's got uh, this thing against immigrants no booze for immigrants isn't but utah is special anyways utah. don't you it's have special to, yeah they're special well don't like they have like don't they have like alcohol stores like oh yeah well so there's a couple of east coast states but we'll go there and not the, the in a ones, state that already has many arcane alcohol related laws in the books governor gray herbert recently upped the ante by signing a law house bill 155 which prohibits recent immigrants those who have been here for less than two years from driving with even a drop of alcohol in their blood Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Vermont's got a good one, though. I like Vermont. Vermont is one got a law in there. It says you can't have apple pie without ice cream. It's you can't go in in a store and order just apple pie. It's got to come with either a piece of cheese, a slice of cheddar cheese, or a glass of milk, or a scoop of vanilla ice cream. So it's the Alamode law. Uh I guess. Alamode. Vermont Alamode. That's hilarious. Virginia's got a good one too, though, during uh, Halloween. You can't go trick-or-treating if you're older than 12. That one I'm for. (laughs) I remember people coming to the door that were 30 trick-or-treating. I thought maybe that was a little old. You know what? I'm a hundred percent for a humble hunt. I'm, 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 I swear I haven't been drinking officer. <laughs> if you're 30 and you want to go trigger treating, I'm a hundred percent for it. Go ahead. 
All right, the state of Washington will wrap up on this one. It was way in advance of uh, COVID. It says, if you, it says, Washington, you, with a code. If you got a cold, not a code, a cold, or other contagious disease, don't walk around in public in the state of Washington, where every person who shall willfully expose himself or herself to another in any public place or thoroughfare, except upon his or her or his necessary removal in a manner not dangerous to the public health. This is Washington State. Mm-hmm. So they really had a stay-at-home order for COVID. <laughs> yeah, they really did, huh? Jeez. Oh, I'll wrap. There's one more. This is a good one. In Virginia, West Virginia, because I guess Virginia doesn't care. No dueling if you're planning on running for office. There's been some historical fact for that, and I won't go any further, but you can't duel in West Virginia. Now, is this real life or is this virtual? <laughs> so it, I'm if, assuming it's real life. So John. if James gets an Oculus Quest and I have an Oculus Quest and we duel via Oculus, <laughs> you know, is it or is it no Aaron Burr? I mean, I, I need I need I some. Uh, a, you might have to write them and get. Hey, I, I need clarification of this because otherwise I can't play Oculus Quest with one of my friends. Right. Right. I can't kick James's ass in Halo. Uh, you can. No. I don't know. You can try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I. Uh, I got the new Halo when I was playing. Why are they making a live action movie of Halo? Uh, TV show. TV show. Why are they making a live action TV show of Halo? Because it's really good. It's, it, it's because it's an interesting story. I Tony Roma on the football game on Sunday. I guess the commercial for it came out and he wasn't really paying attention. He was doing his color, getting ready to do his color commentators. And he heard Halo live action coming soon. He went, Live action, Halo. Halo's a game. What, what, what do you mean? Live, it was really funny. He got totally taken, blindsided by that one line. So there's there's a history by this. You want to know some history? Oh, sure. Give me the history because I got to have stuff that you guys can talk about. Sherman, hit the Wayback Machine. This is actually going to be a movie at one point in time that was going to be directed and or produced by the, uh, the guy who did uh, Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson. That guy. He was going to be involved in the movie and a bunch of shenanigans happened. And allegedly, because uh, the, the main character is Master Chief and he's wearing a, right. his, his armor Mjolnir the whole time. And so you don't see his face. And originally, everybody's argument about being against this is, well, you, you have to see the actor's face. So, yeah, I, it's an, it really is an interesting story. Ah. Sorry. This is coming from the old guy who thought Pong was an amazing thing. Let's that's, that's be <laughs> hey, honest. Hey, at the time it was an amazing thing. Now, right. today, not so much. But no, Halo Halo's an interesting story. Uh, I don't see how this will survive a couple of seasons. Um, well, it's, you know, it's not SEAL Team, so. <laughs> um, but... I don't. It, it'll be interesting to see. the The biggest issue is video, I watch it, but the heck, I like action stuff. The biggest issue is video games traditionally have not translated well to um, any sort of live action thing. Uh, particularly, you if know, you, I can see this one doing it because there's so much story along with it. Instead of a video game with just like no story written for it. Well, the, the, the one game like that, that I would have said would have made it that didn't was wing commander. Granted that movie was directed by Uwe Boll, a man who couldn't direct his way out of a wet paper bag if suddenly held it end open. But I hope so. Um, I mean, Microsoft's got to be throwing enough money at it. 
Yeah, that probably answers my question. So, because it, it's oh, by the way, Sony bought Bungie. <coughs> oh, okay. If you don't know who Bungie is, they actually created Halo. Microsoft spun them off, and now they're being uh, they created the game Destiny and Destiny Two. Uh, it was in Destiny's Child. <laughs> oh, wrong. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, hit me, baby, one more time because I don't know any of the actual of their songs. So, Cong- Congresswoman sold up to hundred. Uh, excuse me, fifteen k of Activision Blizzard stock on the day of acquisition. Representative uh, Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green is one of many stockholders <laughs> looking to take advantage of the deal between Microsoft and Activision <sighs> Blizzard. This is published January twenty first, twenty twenty two. No inside information in that one. It just was a coincidence. I had to sell order in with my broker and just went ahead and sold it. Just happened to be right at the right time. That could be true, considering Activision has been under a major shitstorm recently because of alleged uh, sexual. Um, harassment. Well, the dust and, and fallout is still haven't settled when it comes to Microsoft's takeover of Activision Blizzard. One thing is certain: there were several people who made, who have made, who have made, and will continue to make quite a bit of money out of the deal. Um, Blizzard, if you don't know about it, they are the creators. I think they're the owners of World of Warcraft. And others, Activision is a giant uh, company. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Um. Does anybody else have any stories? Well, hold on. We got one more sponsor. Oh, it's us. It's us. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. And since we all haven't had a scary enough couple of years with the vid, got another news story for you from Medical News Today. So you do have one more. Antimicrobial resistance is not abstract threat lurking in the shadows. There is a broad consensus among uh, among scientists, healthcare professionals, and public health organizations that antimicrobial resistance is a prominent global threat. Robust data on the the impact of antimicrobial resistance across the globe are needed to guide regional specific policies and programs. New study provided that the comprehensive estimate of the impact of antimicrobial resistance bacteria across the globe. The author concludes that 1.27 million deaths in 2019 could be directly attributed to it. These results emphasize the need for collective global actions, such as developing new antibiotics, vaccines, improving surveillance of antimicrobial resistance. So all the motherfuckers putting, uh, giving their, their, their cattle and other things, lots of antimicrobial medication is partially responsible for this. It's all their fault. It is. It's big meat. Hmm. Okay. So antimicrobial resistance is... <clears throat> antimicrobial resistance is one of the greatest threats to global public health, according to the WHO, everybody's favorite organization run by China. This is because the emergency of bacteria species related resistant and antimicrobial drugs makes it harder to the treat. Some infections is also threatened safety, surgery, chemotherapy, and other treatments. Mm. Um, one study predicts the antimicrobial resistance could result in 10 million deaths annually by 2050. I don't know if this is a bigger, bigger threat than they're saying, especially with the, some of the, the, the new technologies, but it is something I've been hearing for the last 30 years. And it is really hard now compared to when I was younger and definitely compared to when the old guys was younger to get, um, uh, you know, those drugs like Z-Packs and stuff. Because I've yeah. heard stories back in the day, people, <clears throat> that you'd get antibiotics if you had a, a cold. Oh, yeah. They were dishing them out for everything under the sun. That's the whole idea of not 
taking antibiotics unless you really need them and when they're going to be effective with what you know <clears throat> what ails you just don't take them because you have a virus it's not going to work so and, and yeah. you know and if i end up in the hospital and, and end up with some kind of super bug because that's generally where it spreads i certainly want that antibiotic to be working i so yeah. i'm i'm curious to see what ends up happening because this is something i've been kind of i've been for i i um for a long time was like that's that's hold back like you don't have to give cattle all these antibiotics you know like, like they're just blanketly giving them. Well, you know, time. you're absolutely right. And that's why you see, if, if you go shopping for, doesn't matter if it's chicken or poultry, you know, all, the whole line of poultry or whatever it may be, you look at the labels and many of them now are touting you know, no antibiotics, no antibiotics at any time. And, you know, so the whole idea is that, you you know, you try to stop <laughs> because it was automatic with all, all animals, Yeah, you know, to automatically give them antibiotics and, we were eating them, so quite possibly we we're building the, up resistance to antibiotics. The reason DDT was banned was because we, we the humans were getting it. So it's, I could see them banning animals getting stuff unless they need it. Mm -hmm. The study authors ass, uh, assessed the, the role of antimicrobial resistance, the mortality rate, and disability in 204 countries and territories in 2019. They gathered data from multiple sources, including evidence from published studies, clinical trials, surveillance systems, diagnostic laboratories, and hospital systems. They used the data to create a model and subsequent estimate more, mortality and disability <laughs> due to antimicrobial resistance of 23 bacteria species and 88 combinations of antimicrobial drugs and bacterial species. This is the interesting part. The Researchers note that limited data was available from low-income nations. They stress the need for microbial testing infrastructures and surveillance systems to help track antimicrobial resistance. That was the one that was the most interesting, is the low-income nations. Yeah. So, no, I, I, just, I just figured since, you know, we, we, we got in a high... You started as a low, got into a high. I wanted to end it on that low note. I don't yeah, know. Thanks. Why. Thanks. Now we're all going to worry about taking an antibiotic because it may not be needed. So remember, all you have to do is just wash <laughs> your hands, wear a mask. You'll be fine. Don't <coughs> worry at all. Everything is going to be groovy. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, for the for, ladies and gentlemen, for the California pariah, the fat man, and the old guy, and Ryan Preston, since I didn't say goodbye, do his uh, outro last time, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.